This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is sponsored by Podcast Bookers, podcastbookers.com. Podcasts are really hot, right? But you know what's also really hot? Appearing as a guest on one of the many, many podcasts out there. Think about it. Much easier than writing a guest blog post. You get some high-quality content. You get great backlinks. People want to share that content. Maybe you can even transcribe that content. Being a guest on podcasts, getting yourself booked on podcasts is a really, really great SEO tactic, great brand-building tactic. Podcast bookers can get you booked on two to three to four podcasts every single month on autopilot. Go check it out, podcastbookers.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance and I am going to do another solo show today. I'm going to talk about Google AdWords for local businesses. So there's going to be a lot that you're going to want to visit the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast show notes page because I'm going to link to a lot of things too. But I wanted to get kind of my take on using AdWords for local business. This is going to be pretty prescriptive. I'm not going to try to teach you everything there is to know about AdWords today. I'm really going to talk about what I think is the best approach for the small local business, probably on a small local business budget. So first things first, why Google AdWords? Why would we use them? Are they beneficial? Well, the thing about AdWords is that when somebody turns to Google and types in uh, I'm looking for X in my town. The intent is very, very high. In fact, it might be on a mobile device looking to actually find a business to buy that thing that they were searching for. So showing up on the Google Maps or on a mobile device when somebody has very high intent, I mean, that can lead to a lot of new business. It's also a great place for you to kind of balance out your SEO efforts. Uh, I'm a big proponent of showing up because you've written great content that is very useful for that thing that people are searching for. But in competitive markets, and maybe you're a fairly new business, sometimes that's going to take some time. And so by filling in your SEO efforts with keyword phrases that you know you're trying to win, that you know have high intent or commercial intent, um, with Google AdWords is a great way for you to kind of stack the deck. So you could show up maybe in the ad, you could show up hopefully in the three pack at some point, maybe you're showing up on page one. So you kind of overwhelm the real estate, if you will, uh, by doing this, uh, this play. So it can be a great way for you to fill in. It can be a great way for you to make sure that you are capturing the, the phrases that you know turn into business. So how do you get started with it? Number one is let's do some research first. Instead of just going out there and saying, well, here's my product. Here's what I think people search for. I'm going to bid for those terms. I mean, that might actually lead to some business, but it might also lead to you wasting a lot of money. So the first place to look is the competition. Now, that's not always the person that you compete with across the street or across town that you know of. In a lot of cases, what we're talking about is the people that are already bidding for those key search terms that you want, that maybe are already collecting business because they are in the number one, two, or three spot for the right search terms. And so first off, you want to figure out who they are, who is buying the search terms that uh, that you think would lead to business in your industry. 
click through to what, where they're sending people. What's the, ad, what, what's the ad say? What's the call to action? When you get there, what are they doing to, to, to help convert you to a client? And obviously, there are many, many differences. Some businesses are like a plumber. You know, If your pipe breaks, you're looking for a plumber, you're looking to hire a plumber right now. Or let's say you lose your keys, you're, you're looking to hire a locksmith right now. Now, there are other businesses, let's say a remodeling contractor. I'm going to remodel my home, but it's not going to be something that I'm going to do tonight. It's going to be something that I might do over the next couple months, or I might start looking for folks. So so different industries, it'll depend. Your, your strategy for AdWords will depend a lot, uh, obviously, based on your industry. But looking at who's already you know bidding for those terms is a great place to start. Now, if you want to dig in pretty deeply, you can see a lot from what Google shows you, of course, by doing a few searches. But you can also uh, use a tool like SpyFoo, and uh, we'll have this in the show notes, a link to it, that will not only tell you what people are bidding, but maybe how much they're spending, how many clicks they're getting. You can get a real sense of how committed they are to pay-per-click. And in some cases, you'll find people that are very big SEO competitors and very big pay-per-click uh, competitors uh, as well. So they're they're kind of playing both sides. Uh, you'll also quite often find people who aren't showing up for organic searches that are very heavily invested in pay-per-click because in some ways that's really their only option. So do your homework first. Find out who's doing what in your community. Find out what they're doing that is converting or at least attempting to convert people in terms of landing pages and things. So that's step number one. Step number two is you have to do your keyword research. Now, I talk a lot about keyword research for content and for organic uh, search results, but it is extremely important to know what people are searching for when they go out there to find a product or service uh, that that you offer. So there, again, are some free tools for this. Uh, The first one uh, Google offers us. So if you have a Google AdWords account, you will find in there under the tools section something called the Google Keyword Planner. And this is a tool that allows you to play around and put in search terms and then discover related search terms, discover how much you might have to bid for that search term, to discover the volume that uh, that of searches for related to those search terms. So it's a great way for you to kind of put together your keyword list and to maybe start pruning down and finding what might be the most potent keywords for your product or service. And and to some degree, you probably know what those are. You probably have an idea of what people are looking for. But this tool helps you expand that list and the variations and ways in which people do all of those searches. So that's step number one. But then you want to start looking at things like related searches. So you can actually even turn to Google and and they will show you searches related to your searches. So there can be some it's, it's it's a bit of an art, um, but what you're trying to do is is find what you think are the most the keyword phrases that have the most potential to turn into uh, to clients, and and pay attention to the what Google tells you the bid is for those because in some cases the higher that they're suggesting you're going to have to bid, the higher the commercial intent might be. In other words, maybe other people in your industry are ignoring some terms because they don't ever turn into clients and they're bidding up other terms because those are the ones that turn into to buyers and to clients. Now, there's some other tools that you can look at to, to kind of round out your search. I love one called Answer the Public. And again, we'll have this in the show notes to kind of find out what questions people are asking for. 
You know, it, it, it's very tempting in your keyword research to think, oh, here's the, here's the three or four phrases that get the most. I mean, they get all the volume. It can be really tempting to try to win those, but there's a really good chance that they're going to be much more competitive. Um, maybe they'll be a little broad. Uh, for example, if somebody's searching for a marketing consultant, do I know if they're looking for, you know, there'll be a lot of volume in that term, but do I know if they're looking to hire a marketing consultant to be one, to, to know what it takes uh, to, from a training standpoint, it's, it's hard for me to know what their intent is from that search. And so sometimes these uh, searches uh, that are very specific, say, questions, there may not be much volume in that, but there's really easy to tell what somebody was after. And so, you know, part of the game in AdWords is to, to get your ads as relevant and as close to the search uh, that, that somebody is making. And so what that requires is a little extra effort having small ad groups, having very relevant ad copy, and then doing it over and over and over again in many types of search phrases. So you're, you're really looking to kind of fill out, you know, what are the 20 or 30 terms, but you might actually put those into small groups of four or five uh, keywords that would actually be very specific to an ad. The, the closer your ad is to the search, um, the, the better off you're going to be. All right. Now, let me kind of go into an area that uh, hopefully nobody from Google is listening because I'm going to tell you how to un-Google your default account. There's a few things that uh, that Google has set up to guarantee that you will have to spend more money than you need to um, and pretty much stack the deck in their favor. So there's a couple things when you're getting in there. The first one is uh, campaign type. So there are a couple places that you can show your ads. You can show them uh, display ads on their um, display network, or you can show them in their search network only. And for the most part, you want to, unless you just know that every single one of your ads is converting at a very high level, you want to start with the search network only. So make sure that that um, is the only uh, box that is clicked in your campaign type, because otherwise you'll get a bunch of junk. The next one is match types. So as you're setting up your Keyword phrases. There are ways for you to tell Google exactly what type of match you want to make. And there's everything, uh, the match types really go in showing your ads to more people, being very broad in their approach, to being very exact. Um, and you have the ability to kind of dial that in. And for the most part, you want to be more on the precise, relevant side than the broad side because people type a lot of weird things in when they're searching for things and you don't want to get caught up in a whole bunch of clicks that have nothing to do with your actual product. So the default type is what is called the broad match. That is the default uh, match type that, that if you just put a keyword in there, Google's going to take all of your ads and they're going to all your keywords and they're going to match uh, type uh, as broad. And what that's going to do is that's going to get you um, clearly things that are not related. Now, in the show notes, I've posted a graph that uh, kind of goes down the different match types. So you can get more precise with your match types. And you can basically tell Google that if you sell marketing services, like I do, that, that you want somebody who is searching only for buying marketing services. And if if they're searching for 
how to learn how to do marketing services. Now that would have that term in there, but it would not be, uh, they, they would not show my ad or worse, uh, free marketing services. I know anybody that wants free marketing services. So I can dial down my match types so that uh, Google won't show my ad, even though it had the term marketing services in there, it wouldn't show it because it had this, what we call negative uh, keyword. So um, again, go look at the match type, study it. But for the most part, you want to be closer to uh, either broad, uh, I'm sorry, modified or exact match. So broad, modified or exact match um, are the ones that you're really looking for. Phrase match is another one that's kind of in between uh, those two, but never leave it just at broad or you'll get a lot of junk. All right, let's talk a little bit about optimizing your campaigns. You are, if you are a local business, and that's who I'm uh, ultimately speaking to in this uh, particular uh, topic or show, you want to make sure that you are very dialed in on the location of your ad. So if you serve a full suburban area, you might just want to set a radius. But if there are certain zip codes that you serve, certain zip codes that you you know your clients don't come from, so you don't want to be showing ads there. You have a, a very granular level of setting uh, for location, so you want to make sure that you are doing that. And location actually comes back to optimizing our uh, campaigns and our ad groups, too, because in some cases, there are some cities, for example, uh, where people will put in the suburb. It's very common to put in the name of the suburb in a search. Or maybe uh, I'll have an example of uh, a client that we have a nursing home or assisted living facility. A lot of the searches uh, are in their community. And those folks are, you know, they're, they live there and, and they're looking for an assisted living facility in their community. But in a lot of cases, it is children looking for their, their uh, aging parents. Um, and so those children live in Chicago, uh, but the assisted living facility is in Scottsdale. So they are clearly going to search assisted living Scottsdale. So uh, by uh, having uh, our location have that information in it, um, it allows us to really kind of target people who might be searching all over the United States, but they are truly looking for a local business. So there's a lot of things that location can bring you uh, in that way. I already mentioned this idea of negative keywords in the match types. You want to make sure that you are not only building a list. So if you know there are terms you know, free or, you know, do it yourself or, you know, types of things like that. Somebody might search for related to your industry and you don't want your ads to show for those. You want to put those in as a negative keyword list. Now, one of the things that you want to make sure that you're doing is you want to uh, check your search terms tab. So as you roll out your campaign, you're going to find that there are negative keywords that you never thought of, <laughs> that you're getting some clicks for things that are clearly not related to what you want. Um, and so you can adjust that and you should certainly adjust that um, as you optimize and continue to look at your campaigns. And this is a point where I probably should throw in, uh, this is not a set it and forget it <laughs> type of thing. You you constantly want to be monitoring and figuring out what words are converting, what search terms are converting, because in the end, that's all you care about. And my experience is that no matter how well we plan out and strategize, uh, there's always going to be probably 30 to 40% of your search terms of your ads that just don't produce the results that you want. And you want to make sure that you are monitoring those in a way to uh, to cut the, the, the losers and uh, maybe double down on the winners. So... Let's talk a little bit about ad copy, how what the things that you can do 
to make your ads uh, very, very compelling. One of the challenges with uh, Google AdWords, of course, is that you don't have a lot of real estate. I mean, your headline is 30 characters, and then you get 80 characters in two description lines after that, and then a URL, and that's pretty much it. So you've got to grab people's attention very quickly. So if if you're in one of those businesses where you know somebody's intent is very high, they're going to want to know, well, how much is this going to cost me? Can I trust these people? When will they get here? I mean, those are the kinds of things that you can sort of cram into your ads to get as much information communicated as possible. And don't forget that URL. One of the kind of tricky things in the URL is that uh, you get to put a display URL and then you get to put an actual URL. Well, the actual URL is where people will go when they click on your ad. But the display URL can really be just about anything as long as it's on your domain. And so that's a place where you can put some extra keywords in there or maybe some some extra branding uh, in that URL. So don't for, forget to do that. But the nice thing is that Google has a little setup where you can run, and, and I suggest a minimum of three ads at any time. Uh, I, I tell you, no matter how good I think I get at any of this, I never or rarely kind of nail what's going to be the best ad. And so you, I, I, you know, you, you do your best attempt to write three really great compelling ads that you think are going to, uh, to make what people want to click. Uh, but then you run them, uh, and, and Google will rotate those through for you and they'll show you the ones that are getting clicked on. And again, they, they want lots of clicks. And so they want you to run the most compelling ad. And so, uh, you, they are going to actually, within a few days in some cases, uh, be telling you, hey, here's here's the ad that you should be running. And actually, if you just let it run, they will ultimately uh, default to the ad that is is getting the most clicks because, uh, again, they want to get paid. <laughs> and so what we do with a lot of people is, is say, start with three, test them. But you can always come back and, and, you know, once you have that winner, there's nothing to stop you from trying to kind of beat that winner. Extensions. Another topic uh, around optimization. Extensions are just little things. And if you do a little searching, you'll see some of these. And I'll have a an example of what extensions look like uh, in the show notes. But you can put things like site links. So you've got your... You've got your ad and your call to action. Maybe you're sending them to a specific landing page, but you can also have other sections of your website listed below your ad. You can have your phone number and address. You can have reviews um, even. So if you enable, and, and you should enable as many extensions as you possibly can, and there's a process for doing that in AdWords. Now, Google will make a determination about which of those extensions they show in your ads, dependent partly upon upon the type of search and the proximity of the search and you know a number of variables. But what it ultimately does is it gives you more real estate. It makes your ad look bigger and more prominent. And so if you're you're in a competition essentially with uh, two or three in some cases other ads, say at the top of the page or in even in mobile search, uh, your ad hopefully is going to stand out a little bit because you've added those extensions to it. Now if you're in one of those businesses where Somebody is going to be on their phone and they're going to want to click the call uh, right away. Uh, Then you also want to have your campaign set up by uh, device type as well. So there is an extension where you can or there is a setting in a tab where you can actually say, I want these ads to run 
for mobile and I want them to be click to call. So in other words, somebody wouldn't even have to type in your phone number or click and then find your phone number. Uh, they would click on the ad and it would actually uh, have them call you. So that's not for every business. And if you're not one of those businesses that answers the phone <laughs> when people call day and night, uh, then, then that may not be for you. But there's a lot of little uh, tricks and settings like that. Okay, the last piece I want to talk about is conversion. You want to set up so that you know precisely what's working and what's not working. And the good news is there are a few things that uh, that can increase your conversion and certainly a few things that will help tell you what's working and not working. The first piece is something we call landing pages. Now, I know this isn't a foreign concept to everyone, but uh, I find very few local businesses that, uh, that take the time to set up landing pages for their ads. And what this would mean is that if you run an ad for a, for a very specific set of keywords and your ad has very specific uh, copy, the closer you can match the landing page, the page that somebody clicks through to, to what that search term was or at least what the intent of that search term was and to the ad – the higher Google will will give you a quality score, and typically the more that the, the, the that ad will convert or turn somebody into a customer. And so if you have different products, different services, you have different offers, different campaigns that you're running, uh, it really helps to build pages specific to those things. And instead of sending somebody to your homepage where they now have to figure out what it is that they're looking for or even find your contact information, Send them to a page that is very, very related to the ad, to the keyword groups, and has a very specific call to action that is related to what that ad was about. And, and this takes some extra time. You may have to write five or six or create five or six pages just for your campaigns, but the, con the, the conversions and your, the return on the investment for your ad spend will go through the roof if you do it. Now, a couple other things that we highly recommend and one is called call tracking. And we use a tool called CallRail. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes. And what that allows you to do is if you're in one of those businesses where you're trying to generate phone calls or form fills, so somebody comes to your website and fills out a form, uh, this will actually allow you to know exactly where those are coming from, all the way down to the ad level, to the keyword search term uh, that they typed into Google before they picked up the phone and called you. And this kind of tracking allows you to eliminate the campaigns that, that really aren't producing for you. And again, you know, if, if they're turning into phone calls, you can even record these phone calls. You'll know if those phone calls were good phone calls or you know, great ideal prospects. So, I mean, you could actually get it to the point where you can find the campaign, the phrase that is actually producing clients for you. And when you know that, then all of a sudden you can you, you can make sure that you bid that up, that you are winning that, that you're increasing uh, maybe your bids for those key terms and then turning other ones off. And so that makes you far more competitive for the things that are turning into clients. Now, the other thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to connect your Google AdWords account with your Google Analytics account and turn on something they call auto-tagging. What this will do is this will start immediately as people are clicking on your ads, this will start producing campaigns inside of your Google Analytics that will help you show what clicks are producing what results. Now, 
I don't have really the space in this show to talk about it, but uh, one of the things that you'll want to understand and create are some conversion goals. So if you turn on auto tagging, all analytics uh, will show you is that you're getting traffic that is paid search traffic. And so what you want to do is make sure that you are creating goals. So a simple goal might be to fill out a form or to click through to another page where they can find out how to buy that product or service. And, and by virtue of taking that action, they are completing that goal. And those conversion goals then can give you very, very precise information about what your ads are doing in terms of the goals and achieving those goals. So that's it for today. Uh, if you like this show, again, we love to hear your feedback. Go to iTunes and, and uh, leave us feedback. Uh, if you've got questions on Google Pay Per Click, advertising AdWords, uh, then uh, check out the show notes and at Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, and uh, you'll, you'll be able to give us kind of your feedback on this uh, particular show. So thanks much. Thanks much.